Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Does your family get a newspaper delivered daily? Most likely the answer is no. But not so long ago, before the internet became the way that people got their news, families awoke to a newspaper on their doorstep each morning. The newspaper recounted the top daily news stories, advertised sales, and included daily comics. One of the most popular comic strips was Peanuts. Today, we will learn about the man behind the drawings, Charles M. Schultz. Charles M. Schultz was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota on November 26, 1922. His father was a barber and his mother stayed home to care for him. When he was just a baby, his uncle gave him the nickname Sparky, and it stuck. When Charles was four, his family moved to St. Paul, Minnesota. Charles did not like the cold and snow. As a kindergartner, he recently read a letter from his relatives who lived in a warm place with cacti and palm trees. He later drew a picture of what he imagined that would look like. His teacher recognized his talent for drawing and predicted that one day Charles would be a famous artist. As Charles grew, he continued to draw on any piece of paper he could find. He and his parents read the comics together. He often copied the drawings he saw there. He was a great student who won awards for his marks. He was able to skip from third grade right to fifth grade. He saved his allowance to purchase an encyclopedia. When Charles was 12, a friend gave his family a black and white puppy. Charles named the dog Spike. Spike was a smart dog. He could ring the doorbell, bring potatoes up from the cellar, and even remind Mr. Schultz to bring in the Sunday paper. Spike loved it when Charles and his friends played baseball. Spike chased the balls, but he rarely brought them back. By seventh grade, Charles found himself a bit of an outcast at school. It made him sad, and he spent lots of time in his room. His father took him to an art exhibit featuring comic strip art. Charles was able to see the original drawings up close. He saw that to be a professional artist, he needed to improve his work. He practiced every chance he got. One day, he sent a drawing of Spike for consideration for publication in the daily Believe It or Not cartoon. It was accepted. Charles' drawings were published in hundreds of newspapers across the country. Charles finished high school, but didn't know what he wanted to do. Some of his friends joined the military while others went off to college. Charles didn't want to do those things. He wanted to draw. He spent his days drawing and mailing his work to magazines to be considered for publication. He received only rejection letters in return. Charles was drafted and ordered to report to Fort Snelling. He would be fighting in the war. About a year later, Charles received a call from home. His mother was not well. He spent some time with her before he shipped out again. His mother passed away the day after he returned to his unit. Charles returned home after the war and found several jobs that allowed him to use his artistic skill, but none were doing what he wanted to do most, drawing cartoons. Charles did not give up. 
he continued to perfect his comic strip drawings, focusing on drawing children. In his drawings, the children had large heads and bodies. Charles called his comic strip Little Folks. Finally, he was able to convince the St. Paul Pioneer Press to publish his cartoons weekly. Though this was a step in the right direction, Charles was not satisfied. Little Folks only ran on Sundays. He wanted more. He continued to send his drawings to other publications. He eventually sold one of his drawings to the Saturday Evening Post. Then, they bought 16 more. Then, Charles was invited to travel to New York City to talk about getting his comic in syndication. That means that it would run in many publications. The talks went well, and the executives liked what they saw. They asked Charles to do a little more work on his comic. Two days later, Charles had a five-year contract calling for him to provide a daily comic strip. They changed the name from Little Folks to Peanuts. Many of the characters in Peanuts are based on Charles' real-life friends and family. Of course, Snoopy was modeled after Charles' faithful puppy, Spike. At the height of Charles' career, Peanuts was appearing daily in 2,600 newspapers. This covered 75 countries and 21 different languages. All in all, Charles drew Peanuts for almost 50 years. This means he drew about 18,000 comic strips. His work earned him between 30 and 40 million dollars annually. The only time that Charles did not have an original comic daily was in 1997. Charles turned 75 that year, so he allowed himself to take a five-week break when some of his best comics were repeated. Charles developed colon cancer and passed away in his home on February 12, 2000. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids Podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Thank you.